This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 81 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For all of your holiday shopping, stop by at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. I am Glenn Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Today we have with us international dressage rider Debbie McDonald. She's co-host of the Dressage Radio Show here on the Horse Radio Network. Debbie is an international dressage competitor, trainer, and teacher with Olympic and World Equestrian Games medals. While respected throughout the world for her talents, Debbie is a sought-after clinician. This tip is taken from episode 23 of the Dressage Radio Show. If you'd like to hear the whole show, please take a listen in at dressageradio.com. We'll be right back with Debbie and Chris Stafford, the co-host of the Dressage Radio Show, right after this holiday message from Equestrian Collections. We've been speaking a whole lot in recent weeks about looking to Equestrian Collections for all of your fall and winter needs. They have all the top brands and winter wear for you and your horse. Well, in addition to winter, believe it or not, it is now November and time to start thinking about holiday gift giving. There's no better place to find those equestrian gift ideas than at Equestrian Collections. They have thousands of choices for all of your gift-giving needs at some fantastic prices. Whether it is for that guy, girl, or equine in your life, you will find it all at equestriancollections.com. And right now, you can get $10 off your next order of $120 or more just by using the coupon code STABLESCOOP at checkout. That's one word, STABLESCOOP, in the coupon code at checkout for $10 off that next order. Get that holiday shopping started early at equestriancollections.com. Well, Chris, you know, going around as much as I have been lately and doing clinics, um, the one thing that I really would just like to keep uh, reinforcing is um, when everybody goes and starts warming up their horses, I think it's, it's so important that people spend a little bit more time than they think they need to in their warm up and really honestly and truly figure out if they've got their horse really where the where the rhythm is really correct and uh, the horse feels supple to both directions and they can do transitions in and out of canter trot, trot canter. And then, you know, th- that might take them 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it's possible to do take that time in your warm-up, but I guarantee it's better to do that and have 10 or 15 minutes of really great work from your horse. You know, I mean... This is more about the quality of work than the quantity. And I just can't keep, like I said, enforcing that enough. I think people love the, the quantity part instead of the quality sometimes. And that, that's something I think we need to really take a look at. And I think also <clears throat> that <clears throat> leads me to the, 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 the horse show syndrome that we seem to have here. And that people think that they've got to be competing all the time. That's yeah. absolutely correct. Um, you know, it's it's good to, I'm not going to say that competing is not good. Obviously, we need to do that and we need to figure out where we are in our training. But um, what I really think people need to, to think about is they, they're always so quick to move up another level just because the, they showed second level last year. They think they've got to show third the next. And I think they really need to like take a look at their quality again is what I'm saying of the work that they're doing and the scores that they're getting and really um, 
take care of, of the future of our sport. And consolidate with what you've learned. And, and when you come away from a competition, just do a complete review. What, what worked, what didn't work. Um, and consolidate on your on your homework, don't you? Isn't, wouldn't you agree, Debbie? I mean, that's what's so important is the foundation. It's like a building block. Well, that's exactly. I mean, that is like the, the pyramid. You know, we, we have to go back sometimes, if not every day at some point in our writing and, and solidify the, the basics. And that's what it's about. I mean, when those are really grounded and, and really, really enforced and the horse is really with you, um, the collection and the upper level movements are, are really not that difficult. But it's just that people get in a hurry. And why, why do you think that is, Debbie? Do you think it's our culture or the, a generational thing? Why do you think it is that people, you know, are impatient uh, about, about competing, feeling they have to keep moving forward, competing, moving up the levels instead of concentrating on, you know, solidifying and, and, and stabilizing the basics and, and make, making, getting more excellent in those, in, you know, in those movements that they, you know, right. Then, you know, I, why, why do you think there's such impatience there? Well, I do think a lot of it is our culture. I mean, uh, you look at our everyday life, we're always seem to be in a hurry. And I think it's very important that when people take that hour to ride their horse or whatever, that they, they forget about what's happened and they bring themselves to a place mentally where they're working with their horse and, um, and, and take it more as, as like a, you know, pianist would when they're playing a piece of music or something and they want it, they hit a note that's wrong. I mean, they don't just keep going on and on and on when they're hitting bad notes. They have to go back and perfect it, especially if they're going to be performing in front of somebody. So it's really no different. It's just that, um, again, I think our culture creates that kind of uh, attitude in people and, um and I think it, it is fun for the amateurs to feel that 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 movement of, you know, the little upper level stuff. And um, and I think they should. That's what I said. They're they're the supporters of our of our sport. But I think as trainers, it's also our job to make sure that um, that it's done correctly and in the proper amount of time. And when you're going around teaching as much as you do, Debbie, do you get any resistance from riders, maybe from impatience from children or younger people? Or, or did, what, what kind of response do you get? Do you get people turning around and saying, you know, look, no, I rode second level last year. It's time I moved on. Do, do you get that kind of agitation from them? No, I really don't, Chris. And the reason I don't is because when I test them, to make sure that they know exactly what they think they know and then they realize how little that they did know <laughs> or how well, how much better that their horses can go. I think it makes them feel like, oh God, you know, I, I can even, I can make that score that was a, a 62, a 68. And that's kind of in exciting them, you know. Um, knowing that they can do something a little differently to improve that, I think, gives them a boost. I don't think it deflates them by any sense of the game. Well, well, that, that's good to hear because I think, you know, so much of the pure horsemanship is, 
is just it's so fundamental and and so often you know we 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 see people drifting away from this i you know i think of george morris of course who is you know is passionate about establishing good horsemanship and and not necessarily showmanship that you don't have to go out and compete every time he's been a great advocate of that too hasn't he in in the jumping world Absolutely. I mean, I grew up with George's philosophy my whole life, and um, I think a lot of us in that era did. And, um, you know, I think that's something we can continue to pass on through generation and generation. And that's, you know, that's kind of my hope is that I can pass a little bit of that on and uh, continue growing the sport. What a great conversation between Debbie and Chris. And you can hear the whole episode with Debbie and Chris at dressageradio.com. Episode number 23. Don't forget you can stop by the website at horsetipdaily.com and search all the tips by category or by expert. You can listen to all the experts' tips in a row if you like. It's just easy to do. We make try and make it easy over there on the website at horsetipdaily.com. And we thank all of our affiliate websites for carrying the show as well. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>